This is The Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into The Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Hope you guys had a nice week. Nice Friday. Looking forward to the weekend ahead. Uh, on today's show, like we do every Friday, we're going to give our picks for the NFL coming up this weekend. And I have four games that I like. I've got two uh, two uh, spreads and then two over-unders, actually. We haven't done many over-unders, but uh, a couple that I like this weekend. So let's waste no more time. Get right into it. Uh, I will go in order of the games I like the most and end with the game that, uh, well, not that I like the, you know, there's four games here. So I'll go from my favorite game to my number four game. So uh, game number one, my favorite game is the Panthers minus three at home against Denver. Uh, this has been a big distraction week for the Broncos. As a matter of fact, the last couple weeks, the Broncos have had all kinds of distractions from their quarterbacks being sick to the whole team seemingly talking about the quarterbacks being sick, uh, injuries on defense. They had a, a, a practice uh, canceled this past week. So the Broncos have been dealing with all kinds of distractions. Uh, look at their head coach, Vic Fangio. I think he gets a downgrade the last month or so. You know, in-game decisions have been questionable. The way he's handled injuries and different players have been very questionable. And Vic Fangio right now, as a head coach in the NFL, I mean, I think he's on thin ice. I think the Broncos, in general, have a lot of changes to make. And I think head coach is a place to start. I don't think Vic Fangio is a terrible head coach, but in a league where you're getting younger and younger and more agile and... And, and, and quicker, and offenses are changing. The Broncos are just, they have that old-school mentality, and it starts at the top with Vic Fangio. Uh, if you look at the rankings, Denver, I like to use a DVOA, Football Outsiders, very good uh, kind of a ranking system. They take a lot of, into account. Uh, DVOA factors in situation, opponent, uh, score, a lot of different factors for these games. And Denver is dead last in defensive passing DVOA. They're 24th in rushing. So this is not a good... Uh, I, I actually said defensive. I meant offensive. Uh, dead last in offensive passing DVOA and 24th in rushing. I don't think it's any question that Drew Locke is not an NFL quarterback, but he has times to where it can be questionable. Times to where, well, he doesn't frankly look that bad, but I promise you, he is... Not that good of a quarterback at all. Uh, Carolina, on the other hand, they're not a bad defense. You know, they're 17th in passing yards given up. They're 12th in rushing yards a game given up. This is a, an average to above average defense, which playing at home against the Broncos with these scenarios, I think is good. And when I mean scenarios, I mean the, the circumstances that Denver's gone through this week. You know, Carolina's in a really good spot. Again, they're flirting with the top 10 in rushing yards per game. And that's really the only thing that Denver does well at all on offense. In Carolina's uh, offense, they're underrated, I believe. You know, you look at their advanced stats, they're right around 8th, ninth, 10th in a lot of major categories. So Carolina can move the football. A lot of people get fixated on the fact that, you know, Christian McCaffrey's not there, he's hurt, blah, blah, blah. It's not that big of a deal, at least for their production on offense. So I like the Panthers this game. Minus 3, um... Good spot for them, bad spot for Denver, and I love what they're doing in Carolina. I think it's great. I think that they are on the right track with GM all the way down to head coach. Matt Rule's doing a great job this year, and again, the injuries, 
the uh, you know what they've been dealing with in terms of depth. So I, I like Carolina a lot this year. So Carolina minus the three points is my favorite pick of the weekend. All right, moving on to my second favorite game. We're going to go the Pittsburgh Steelers plus one at Buffalo. Now, if you remember last week, I faded the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was not about Pittsburgh. I thought that it was a good spot to fade them, good spot to, to get rid of them uh, because the Steelers don't do well at home as a huge favorite. And it was also circumstantial. They had a lot of distractions last couple weeks. So we were against Pittsburgh last week, and they lost their first game of the season. Well, come this week where they're traveling to Buffalo, we are on the Pittsburgh Steelers plus one. Why? Because it's a great spot. This, again, we faded them last week because of this spot. We're on them this week because of the spot. This is a team who overwhelmingly overperforms when they go on the road and are an underdog, like is the case right here. And I under, really don't understand why everyone is off the Steelers. I mean, they're undefeated. They lose one game, and all of a sudden, everyone's selling their Pittsburgh stock. And I've heard people talk about injuries, but it's not like Pittsburgh is that banged up. They have two major injuries right now. Robert Spillane, the, uh, I think that's it, Spillane, Spillane, the uh, linebacker, and Joe Hayden, the cornerback. Besides that, no glaring injuries. They're getting healthier, actually, at the places they were banged up the last couple of weeks. And again, they lost last week. Huge motivational spot for Pittsburgh. Bounce back, especially with Cleveland. What are they? Cleveland has three losses on the season. Pittsburgh now has one. So this is, you know, getting close to a must win unless they really want to make things interesting at the end of the season in division. So Pittsburgh, big motivational spot too, uh, coming off the loss. If you look at defensive DVOA in total, Pittsburgh is number one. A lot of people talk about Pittsburgh's offense. This defense is elite. I mean, they're number one in defensive DVOA. They're number three in yards given up. They're number one in defensive efficiency. This is a team that uh, is 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 you know run by their defense. I mean Pittsburgh's defense dictates how well this team does on a week to week basis. And honestly, if you look at the Bills, their offense last couple weeks they've not proven to be very good. As a matter of fact, they've proven to be one dimensional. They can throw the ball. They're the number three passing team the last month of the season, but they're number twenty five in rushing. They cannot run the football very well, and they're throwing it all over the place. So if you give me a Pittsburgh team who is getting a one-dimensional offense, and I understand everyone's on Buffalo, 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 but if anything, I think Buffalo's a little bit overrated at this point in the season. Again, good passing, not very good running. And this line implies, minus one at home, that Buffalo is pretty much a better team than Pittsburgh. I mean, it's only about one point home field advantage. If it's one and a half and the same Pittsburgh is a half point better, when I think Pittsburgh Steelers are about, I don't know, one and a half points better, maybe two points than Buffalo. So this line doesn't make much sense to me either. You know, everything's going against Pittsburgh this week, including the narrative, and that's when we want to jump on teams. So I'm going to be on the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, plus one at the Buffalo Bills. All right, game number three, we're going to take the uh, Philadelphia Eagles under team total of 18.5. Again, Philadelphia under their team total of 18.5. New Orleans actually has a very sneaky good defense. The New Orleans is the number one passing defense in DVOA. They're the number two overall defense, according to DVOA. And New Orleans is a number four, uh, excuse me, New Orleans is the number four passing yards per game in the NFL. Let me read this differently, actually. I'm reading my notes here. 
Yeah, that New Orleans is number four in passing yards per game given up, and they're number two in rushing yards per game given up. And I think with New Orleans, the story has been recently the injuries on offense, the injury to Drew Brees, what can this offense do, Taysom Hill, when the focus should be on the defense here. Now, the reason I don't like the Saints minus seven, I don't know if they can pull away. I don't know if they have the offense to pull away from Philadelphia on the road. That's why we're trying to get at this by taking the Eagles team total under 18 and a half points. Philadelphia, a lot of mistakes recently. They're putting Jalen Hurts in. Oh man, I think Jalen Hurts gets eaten alive this weekend by the Saints defense. I think they pressure him, confuse him, get a couple turnovers, and I like the Philadelphia Eagles under their team total of 18 and a half here. Uh, also, Philadelphia has two members of uh, their secondary out, which I know we're getting at the Philadelphia team total. But what I think this does is uh, allows the Saints to do really whatever they want on the field because the Saints, we know they can run the football with Taysom Hill in there, right? They're going to milk clog, not allow Philly to touch the football. But now if there's two members of the secondary out, the Saints are going to be able to move the ball and convert third downs they weren't able to convert uh, before, which only means longer drives, less time in the hands of Philadelphia. So not a lot going in the way here. The Eagles give me under 18 and a half for the Eagles team total. And my last game of the weekend in the NFL, we're going to go Detroit and Green Bay over 55 points. And this really has to do with both defenses. So Detroit's defense is dead last in the NFL for defensive passing DVOA. Green Bay is in the mid-20s. And here's the thing. If you look at total yards per game given up, Green Bay is actually not that bad. And that's a stat that a lot of people stop with. They look up yards per game given up, and that's how they think you know, to rate a defense. But really, Green Bay, if you look into games and kind of take a magnifying glass and put it on certain games this year, Green Bay is not very efficient. Uh, so this defense, I think, is overrated, Green Bay's defense. We're looking at two defenses that are pretty poor here, to be honest. Uh, Detroit's head coach, I forget his name, but their new head coach who took over from Matt Patricia, he's an offensive guy. And this is his chance in the NFL to prove he can put points on the board. Now, they know in Detroit they're going to be changing things around on defense, finding a new coordinator. Defense is not the issue with the Lions. It's the offense. And when I say the issue, I shouldn't say that. I should say the focus right now. Defense is not the focus for the Lions. The offense is. And I think the Detroit Lions, already the worst defense in the NFL, will give up a lot of yards and a lot of points to a hungry Green Bay team. But on the other side, I think that Matt Stafford and this team were able to move the football and keep up with Green Bay. And if they're not able to keep up with Green Bay, which I think they do, I think they get some late points in the third and fourth quarter to make this thing go over. So I see a lot of ways this goes over, very few very few ways this goes under. And again, it does come down to motivation for the Detroit Lions coaching staff. Green Bay gets their points. The question here is, does Detroit get their points? And I believe they do. Detroit Green Bay over the 55. So once again, Panthers minus three, Steelers plus one, Saints, Philadelphia. We're going to go Philly, Eagles, team total under 18 and a half. Eagles, team total, uh, team total under 18 and a half. And over 55 in Detroit and Green Bay. So, all right, there we go for this weekend's NFL picks. Stay tuned bright and early tomorrow morning or late tonight on Friday night for tomorrow's uh, quick picks for Saturday's Quick Picks. But uh, until then, good luck with whatever you guys have, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.